Did you miss me? I know that you did. You guys, <laughs> happy 2023. 2023 is 2023, okay? Whatever that meant for you, it meant it for me too. I don't know. Um, My guest today, I'm ecstatic. I mean, I just, I, mm, today I'm talking with Madison De La Garza and she, I could go on and on on a list of everything that she does. She's a genius. She is, um, the sister of Demi Lovato, who I'm sure is a household name to you and me and to everyone. And we love that. But I, I really dove deep into who she is and her many talents. And you guys, um, I think you're going to be super surprised. And if you do know who she is, which I'm sure that you do, um, I, I think that you can even uncover some more because there's so much depth to this girl. I feel like we're BFFs now. I have such a respect for her. She is so talented and such a dope ass person um and yeah here's the here's the interview with madison so i want to talk about how i was on social media one day and i saw your face and i was like wait a minute i feel like i know who this is and so (laughs) then i scrolled and i dig deep and i was like wait a damn minute i want to be best friends with this girl and also (laughs) what the hell like she's so dope so i want to talk about like content creation and how you got into it and honestly like what platform do you feel like maybe you're most like connected with if any right now uh first of all you're so sweet (laughs) that's so funny I, as of right now, I'm really getting into TikTok. I mean, for years and years and years, I was terrified of social media. I mean, I would post pictures on Instagram and that was about it. But I was taught from a very young age, being in the public eye and being a professional actress, that your presence on social media is an extension of who you are and it reflects back on your career. It reflects on the show that you're on. It reflects onto the people that you work with. And so I was really scared to do anything on social media that would come off as negative or anything that was too personal. And after, you know, really focusing on myself and um, getting help for a lot of mental health issues that I had, um, my therapist said that it would be a really good idea for me to open up a lot more and be more myself, start doing lives and start really start connecting with other people. So TikTok Live was the best way that I found that I could do that. And ever since then, TikTok has been my thing. See, I love that so much because um, I, I feel like you're so personable, like with your audience on TikTok. And that's how you know, I was like, Oh my gosh, like, I feel like I'm friends with this girl, you know, and that's where I was like, okay. And then I kind of like dig deeper and discovered all these different things. And I'll say that I actually had a similar experience. I went through um, just, I mean, everybody goes through their own shit. I was going through um, a lot, a big breakup, I moved, you know, feel like Mm -hmm. I lost everything. And through TikTok, which it sounds so funny, but I mean, the girls who get it, get it. Like through TikTok, I would like go on live and it sounds so cheesy, but I was like, I don't fucking feel alone right now. Right. Like, I mean, you're sitting here and you're like, how are strangers on the internet more supportive and more in tune with my life than people who are actually in it? And it feels weird and you feel crazy, but I, I promise it was like one of the things that saved me because I was like, wait a minute, people actually give a fuck about what I have to say like this is dope right and like they actually care or maybe they're acting like they do but I just I don't know getting on 
you know, lives. And like you said, like just having people there, um, it's dope. And I do think that it can be so rewarding whenever you break that barrier of feeling judged and just maybe have a little bit of faith in humanity. And maybe, you know, that people yeah. will trust you and it's, it's cool. So I love that. I, I want to talk about your love or your interest for like film directing and screenwriting. I feel like a lot of people don't know that about you. And I was like, shook. I was like, whoa, like she has so much going on. I want to talk about that and maybe like when that came about for you or like what that is about. Thank you. Yeah. When I was about 14, I wrote my first short film. Actually. Okay. That's a lie. I started writing (laughs) short films when I was about six or seven, but the one that I wrote that actually came to fruition and turned into, and turned into a thing was when I was 14, we filmed it when I was 15 and it was called The Imbalancing Act. It was a short film about mental health. And my best friend, Logan, oh, wow. she directed it. And I was able to watch her direct. And I just thought she was... Not you woke at 14. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was actually something that we did through We Schools. We had to come up with a semester project at my high school. And we decided to make a short film because that's what we knew it was a school for kids who were in the industry and we got to choose a topic and obviously I went straight for mental health it's something that I've always been passionate about and something that's very important to me so I wrote it and my best friend directed it and ever since then I decided okay writing's amazing but I think I can actually be a director as well I started to really believe in myself once my best friend showed me that it was possible. So ever since then, I've been making films. I've been writing and directing. I've never released a film that I wrote and directed, which Mm -hmm. is something that's going to be happening this year, which I'm very, Mm -hmm. very excited for. It's a film called Delaying Angels, and it should be coming out within the next few months or so. We don't have an exact release date, but I wrote, directed, and starred in it, and it's it's my baby. It is oh my literally goodness. my child. <laughs> That's so, so exciting. exciting for it to yes, come out. I feel like 2023 is like the year. Like everyone's like, okay, I can finally do this shit now, and like everything's. In it. But I think that that's so dope that like you know, like you had maybe some resources that like you know some people don't have access to, and you didn't just like sit on them, right? Like you were right. like, no, I want to do this, and you took it and you created something that people are gonna see that. you know I mean they needed to see that or hear that at that time and I I love that like creating for like obviously everyone likes to create for fun or to like express themselves and that was a way to do it but to also do it for like the better of other people I'm like damn like this 14 year old (laughs) get cared about people like my little brother is like almost 14 he doesn't let me tell you he doesn't give a fuck about giving a fuck okay so (laughs) he doesn't care so I think that that is amazing I love that so much I'm so excited to I want to I actually really want to watch that I don't know anything about that first film so you gotta like send me like a link to something like I mean that's so cool I'm so excited for that I want to um take a little detour take a little segue into the dating scene and I want to talk about um how you chose maybe like what to share or what not to share through like relationships through media. I feel like maybe it'll tag along to what you were saying about maybe being told to not do that early on. Um, I know 
uh, I saw a post about like maybe like your last heartbreak. And I just want to know if you maybe ever posted anything of that relationship while, you know, it was still ongoing or did you just wait to share it till after? Like, what is the tea on that? Right. Yeah, I definitely have been more the type to keep my relationships private. Mm -hmm. Um, In my last relationship, I decided to break away from that a little bit. I did share the relationship publicly. Um, Unfortunately, it didn't last very long after I did so. (laughs) Dude, that's like the curse. It's like whenever you tell your friend that person, like whenever you actually save their number, it's kind of downhill. And then if it kicks off good and you like share a post, it's like, wait a minute, what the hell? Like, why did the stars look at me and laugh after I posted this? Exactly. No, I was just thinking about it. I was just thinking about that. And in our family, we have something called uh, the Disney teacups curse. Never take a significant other to Disneyland and ride the teacups because you will break up immediately afterwards. Y'all got off the ride. He was like, you thought I was feeling you. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Every single time, without a doubt, if you go on the teacups, uh, your relationship will That's a good way to like get out. Like if you're not loving the relationship, you don't know how to break up. You're like, babe, I got a ride for us. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I don't know if it's like, the face that you make when you're spinning out of control like that. <laughs> no, that's so funny. Okay, so so what happened do you think um, that made you think, okay, like this is the relationship that I kind of want to share? Did something happen or was it just like the time in your life where you were maybe a little bit more open on socials? I think it was definitely the most serious relationship I've ever had. Okay. Um, it, yeah, I think it was a combination of wanting to come out of my shell a little bit and it being the most serious relationship. I mean, we adopted a dog together and, um, the dog will do it. The dog will get you every time, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't regret a single thing. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't go back and not, um, be in that relationship because the dog that I got out of it is my best friend. He's my baby. I'm sitting right next to him, uh, right now, actually, you were like I'm leaving and I'm taking our kid thank you oh yeah oh (laughs) no but but yeah like you said like you know not regretting it I think that like on a more serious note just you know that came out of it that's amazing but also that is one of your posts that I saw that I was intrigued by and I think that people are often blinded so like you know so many times by this person is successful or this person has this and this there's no way that they're not going through heartbreak and like I have made some of the most successful friends and like that shit means nothing. Like we all get our heart broken the same way, you know, and whenever you go through it, you think no one's going through this the way that I am. Like, it's almost a feeling of like, that's why you can't take anyone's advice on like, it'll get better because you're thinking in that moment, like no one has hurt like I'm hurting right now, you know, and it's, and it's wild, but, um, it's just, I don't know. So did you have, like, whenever you would post about you guys, I'm assuming, like, you did post on media a little bit, like you said, did you have um, any, like, friends or family who were like, oh, no, don't, and you were like, whatever, or were they supportive? What was the dynamic there? For the most part, I had, everyone was very supportive. I didn't necessarily make the decision to start sharing my relationships, and I didn't I didn't talk to anyone else about it. It was, it was actually very out of the blue. I did not think it through. It was just it was just kind of a snap decision that I made. Right. You were um, like, we had a really good day today. It's Tuesday. It's the day. Yeah. Smile. Today, <laughs> <the> day, basically. <laughs> yeah. I think if I had talked to my family about it a little bit, they probably would have warned me 
um, because in the past there, there have been times when I really did want to post about relationships and then weeks later I was thanking God that I didn't. Right. So I probably should have taken my own advice a little bit there, but I don't, I don't really regret it. I, it was the first step to letting people into my life a little bit more Mm -hmm. and compared to how I am now, I mean, on my lives, I talk about boys, I talk about girls, I talk about the people right. I'm interested in, and I get relationship advice from all of my, from my followers, and I'm extremely open because I do feel like others can learn from my experience. Yeah. And I do love giving advice. I really love sharing what I have learned, especially to my younger followers, because, you know, all of my younger followers are like my little sisters. Yes. Yes, no, I love that. And I think that it, it kind of, it's tricky because like I, I share a lot of my life on the internet too. And so then that kind of leads you to meeting people who think that they completely know you because of what you share. You know what I mean? And it's like, where do we break that barrier of it not being okay? Yeah. You know, like you can be familiar with me, but also my decisions don't need to be like criticized every single one of them. But I think it's just with relationships, I do tend to lean, I guess, more towards the private side um but I I also really just believe in you know like the saying of like if it's meant to be it'll be and there's nothing that you can say or do that'll mess it up so I think that maybe it can challenge a relationship if you make that post the first month or the first year or after you're married or if you never get there but I think that maybe you know like you said I think maybe everything happens for a reason and maybe the learning lesson wasn't that that was your life partner maybe it was to grow and break that barrier of being more personable on media for you you know absolutely yeah I do think that was the beginning of this whole journey right, that it's I've like been if on. you share that part you can share anything now right exactly <laughs> exactly yeah yeah I know I did, I did that too I was like hang on I cried on the internet so I can actually be happy on the internet and show other things that, you know, and so it's, exactly. it's wild that it takes those pushes, but I think that that is just the, I don't know, I think it, it unveils a lot and it does make people really appreciate you and think that they can, it, it, it lets a level of like trust in, you know, cause like if mm-hmm. I go on your profile and all I see is like the highlighted reel and stuff that's amazing and like I'm rooting for you but then whenever I see maybe you've went through heartbreak I'm like wait a minute like she's just like me you know like and it, right. it really really does help with that um would you say that maybe like having a media presence makes it a bit more difficult when you're dating or when you are obviously like you said about to share something do you think that um it may, like, have you ever thought like, okay, what is everyone going to think about this? Like whenever, you know, like you meet new people, do you feel like maybe they have like ulterior motives? Like how is the dating style now if you are dating? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. My biggest fear is that the person who I'm talking to is going to Google me. <laughs> it's a lot Stop, of because I could meet somebody at the grocery store, Maddie, and I'm going to Google them. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I no, I totally get it because I, sometimes I will Google someone just to make sure that we're in the clear and there's nothing that I absolutely need to know. <laughs> For but sure. I, know, I mean, I Google myself sometimes just to see what other people would, <laughs> would find if they looked me oh up. Oh my God, me too. I like, I like put a pair of glasses on. I'm like, okay, but if I look at it this way on a Tuesday and then on a Friday, do I look the same? <laughs> like, what is going on? <laughs> like, that's like after you post an Instagram and you go back to it an hour later and, and you're like, how are they pursuing me? <laughs> yes, exactly. 
that's so funny. funny that is funny but yeah so so you would say that it does make like you said your worst fear would be like the whole google <laughs> right yes it does make it does make me anxious but for the most part I don't think it comes into play until further into the relationship um I've had partners express some kind of jealousy and um worries regarding trust because you know I do have a lot of people in my dms and I do get a lot of comments from people that I don't know and it can be an added stressor for sure but I know that the right person isn't going to care and the right person is going to be there for the right reasons since I've been in the public eye for so long it's really easy for me to spot someone who's there um, for one reason or another, or if they think right, they like snip it out a from bit. it. Yeah, and I trust my instincts. I do. I trust myself, and I trust my ability to see it coming. For sure, for sure, and and it's like it's so wild because I look at it in the sense of like damn you know like you know like I maybe have these people who are reaching out to me or like I'm in the media and I have these dms but the fact that I'm choosing you every day shouldn't that be like a wow like you know what I mean like right. not that they should be on a pedestal but it's like okay we do have more people you know throwing themselves at us than maybe like the normal person would so if that's the case and we're still choosing you I feel like there's the trust you know exactly. what I mean but, but I can get it from someone who completely doesn't you know see it at all they think maybe that's tempting but it's like man if that was tempting I'd be with them and not you know trying to get to know you and right exactly yeah I think it is just really hard and I think that's why like growing up I would always have this thing and be like hang on why are celebrities dating each other and it all boils (laughs) down to just it I mean obviously like you know it's a smaller world than what you think it is but I think at the end of the day it's also just building that like you know that grounds of like someone who understands you and like I mean it's almost like I work for myself. And so, you know, hanging out with someone else who's also like an entrepreneur, it just seems like we have that common understanding, you know, and so that works out. But also the thought of maybe meeting someone who like, isn't on social media at all and doesn't really care to check and post that girl that makes me thrive. I'm like, where are you at? Exactly. (laughs) I I always say it has to be one or the other. Either, you know, you're you are on the exact same level doing the exact same thing or you need to be doing completely different things and be on two completely different paths. Wow. I never thought about that. And you're so right because that middle ground will have them either like chasing in like a competitive way or if they're completely out of it, it's like, yeah, no, that's completely right. That middle ground is a little scary. Yeah. Wow. I didn't even think about that. That's insane. Um, Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm like mind blown. I'm like, wow, wow, wow. But I'm shook because I'm like, hang on. Like that makes so much sense. I never thought about it like that. Um, I want to kind of wrap up on some projects that you're working on. I know you mentioned um, a film that you're actually going to star in and that you directed. And then we don't know the date for that yet, but obviously we're all on the lookout for it. And I want to just know like any advice for your sisters or your brother, anyone who is going through a tough time, maybe it'd be a breakup or maybe it's not about love. Maybe it's about, you know, like a friendship or fall. Like, you know, we are at, at that age where you're like losing friends and you're gaining friends because you're outgrowing people and you just, anyone who has felt severely alone or maybe yourself whenever you felt that way, is there anything that any piece of advice that you would tell them? 
Yeah, well, when I have felt alone and when I feel down, I always turn to, it sounds weird to say that I turn to social media because that can be such a stressor, mm-hmm. but I turn to the friends that I've made over social media. I turn to friends. I turn to family. I turn to anyone that will listen. My greatest advice is to get it out, even if it's just writing mm-hmm. it on paper, expressing your feelings verbally on paper through art in any way possible is the first step to actually beginning to process. Processing is the most important thing that you can do when you're dealing with negative emotion, when you're dealing with um, negative energy, especially a breakup, um, processing those feelings. I know I've been through breakups that I didn't process until two years later. And getting a jump on that is really, really important. At least for me, I found in my experience, that is what helps the most. For sure. Yeah, I love that advice because it really is. I mean, I feel like up until maybe like the last year, everyone kind of shunned like showing your feelings, right? It was like, girl, boy, like don't worry about them. Like you're a baddie. It doesn't matter. And it's like, no, that's not true because, and I did that, right? Like I did you know, I didn't express it and I kept it all in. And honestly, I was, I was a miserable person and everyone around me was probably miserable as well. And it's because you think that, you know, showing emotion is weak, but I think that it takes a really tough person to go through the shit, process it and still come out a kind person at the end of it. And so I think that that's really, not trying to be cheesy, but that's like the bad bitch, right? Someone who like figured out their issues and, you know, talked about them and wasn't afraid to, and is not afraid to get emotional and knowing that, showing emotions doesn't mean that you're weak, you know? Right. No, I totally agree. 100%. I was in the same exact boat. And I I was in the same situation, you know, I was miserable. And it wasn't until a year, two years later, when I finally decided to process this pain that I felt that weight come off of my shoulders. Yeah, I know. I love that so much. Wow. I'm still stuck on the (laughs) not we had an emotional moment. And I'm like, I'm still stuck on the middle ground. But I am (laughs) that and then you're you being like a 14 year old, like Gandhi genius writer. I'm like, what (laughs) the hell? This is insane. But I am so happy that I got to talk to you. I literally feel like we're friends now, which is what I like wanted through, you know, like, that's what I want people to listen to this and be able to, like, just relate and us all like, you know as humans just like come together and realize like we all have shit going on and we can always like work through it and figure it out so I just want to say thank you so much I really appreciate you taking the time to come on and I know people are going to love to hear this and that it's going to help somebody I don't care if it helps one person or a million people um I think it's shit I mean it helped me just talking to you today if I'm being honest so (laughs) I love that and we are looking out for future projects and I just want to say thanks for coming on thank you for having me this has been a a blast it's been a blast I'm sure she said something along those lines I (laughs) my mic cut out halfway through the um outro which is very cute and lovely and you know just what I wanted to happen with one of my most precious guests on um but I I hope that you guys enjoyed that the next episode will be a solo and I will tell you my deepest darkest secrets I promise um because I owe it to you, because I did take a a little bit of time off, um, to do what I needed to do, and by that, I mean mentally prepare for the new year, so (laughs) we did that, I will check back in with you guys, have an amazing day or night, wherever you are, 
and be nice. Be, be fucking nice. <laughs>